welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for dropping by. This is Winged Radicals. I'm Peyton. He's Mike. Hey, everybody. Um, so you said you went to uh, Magic Kingdom. I mean, you went to Disney. Where'd y'all go? Mickey Town. Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Faye's um, Faye's third birthday was yesterday. So uh, was that her choice? Is she old enough to choose? Or oh how? fuck yeah! She. I mean, she loves she loves going to Disney. Her favorite park's Epcot, if you can believe that for a three year old. I can believe but, it, but. Why magic then? If her favorite's Epcot is just she wanted, a rotation, she's, it was no. She's magic. she's wanted to see the castle for a while and see all oh, the princesses. Okay. She's been asking for certain princesses that are only at Magic Kingdom. So we've been telling her like, oh well, they're at Magic Kingdom. We can't see them while we're at Epcot. And she's like, oh, I want to go to Magic next and see the castle. So and did y'all do the Tron again? No, I, I forgot to join virtual queue for it, and I did it like three o'clock, and we were leaving at like four or five. So we got home, and Hannah and I at the park were like, "Ha ha ha!" They're gonna text us when we get home and lay down in bed. And sure enough, we lay down in bed nine o'clock. They're like, "You're ready to go on Tron." It's kind of fun. They're not doing Genie for that right now. Not they're yet. Doing, it's virtual queue virtual like they queue. did for Rise of the Resistance yeah. and Guardians and all that shit. Okay. Where, which is I like it better than because the, it's like free. And you it's, just gotta get in the queue. It's free, and you like definitely get it. Yeah. Okay. The, the even the genie individual they'll get booked out like i guess i never had a problem with genie though i'd always seemed to work how i wanted it to i love genie for the regular rides but for like the individual ones that you have to pay like the extra individual yeah. genie sometimes they just run out like i guess that never happened to me yeah yeah um okay i don't know if you're, if you're responsible and book it in the morning sure but if you're there yeah, that's what like, i did yeah if you're there and you're like fuck i want to go on that uh, and you look and it's like oh yeah, that, that's the next one's at 10 or they're sold out then you're like yeah. well i can't go on it yeah but, um yeah no oh. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's right. good. It's good. So, I guess we'll get into it. So, last week, the uh, the U.S. Supreme Court voted five to four against the state of Alabama for their recently proposed voting map changes. Now, voting maps have been redrawn before without issue in I think every state numerous times throughout the history of our country, without being brought up to the level of the Supreme Court. So, it kind of makes me wonder, like, what's the problem with how the congressional voting map? was drawn out in Alabama. Like why, why the Supreme court? Why are we all the way up there? Well, you know, you may not know this, Michael, cause I, you live in a privileged white bubble, but you know, for, right. I bring my ID to vote. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got to back up a little bit. Uh, well, okay. We should start. In the this middle. is not, this is not the first time this, issue has come before the court at all okay just it's not the first time feels uh, like it's been a time. couple of times but um that's neither here nor there really right you're just asking why is it before the supreme court yeah like what the all. fuck yeah like what happened um, why is it so so the 15th amendment guarantees the right to vote for black men i mean for all men regardless <laughs> of race Black men being only the black prime, men can vote now. That was the main beneficiary. That's of what it they at the want. Time. Not blacks. The Democrats continue. <laughs> what does the Democrats want? I might agree with oh, you. What? We're only black men. Yeah, that's what vote. they want um, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Fifteenth Amendment grants the right to vote. You cannot discriminate based on race and color. Previous condition of servitude. It, it, I, I bring that up because it leaves out gender or sex. Okay, because women still couldn't vote. Until later down the road. Okay. All right. So I said black men specifically because that's what it was then. Yeah. Yeah. Now that again, not just black men, but they were the main group that the whole point of the 15th amendment was trying to benefit. Uh, So, but all right, for 
a hundred years, basically, almost exactly, not exactly, but like almost exactly, across the South, black men uh, and then eventually women were were not really allowed to vote uh, because of various. It it, it only counted for like three fifths, right? <laughs> Fuck. No, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. All right. No, that's not that's a different part of the Constitution. Oh, shit. Um, so <laughs> you, you mean you can cut me off? I'm boring you. <laughs> you can move the next question. Am I, am I off track here? No, I want to. I want to learn. Um, I just can't help myself. Yeah. Um, so uh, where was I? So they had a bunch of ways of, that the South primarily. All right, there's there's a bunch of various things that are racist that go on in the North. But when I'm talking about voter suppression, it really was a more deeper entrenched problem across the South where they had laws to prevent blacks from voting, um, poll taxes, you know, where they could not afford it, literacy tests, which even oh, yeah. even if you could read, they were very tricky the, the questions were like designed to kind of like try to trip you up. And fuck like, you up. do you want to take a private jet to California? Yes or no. And then you have like no idea. You're like, yay, but really you're going there and. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and, and I think the worst of it, because you might could argue, well, maybe you shouldn't be poor if you're voting. Maybe you should have to pay a fee, a poll Me? tax. No. Oh. No, I'm saying one might argue. Oh, well, I think said I might. Certainly back in the day, they might <laughs> yeah. say, well, of course you should be literate to vote, you know. Of course, you yeah. should not be completely poor and, and 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 you know be voting yourself benefits from the government. That you should have a certain level of income to be qualified to vote. You know, there's some people that might argue that even today. Yeah. Okay, so but the, one of the worst parts of it were these things called grandfather clauses, where they said specifically, "Hey, if your ancestors could vote prior to say like 1865 when the Civil War ended." then you don't have to worry about the poll taxes or the literacy test. You're grandfathered in. They're known as grandfather clauses. Oh, so shit. whites could still vote even if they like weren't literate or were poor. You follow me? So they come up with the Voting Rights Act, which is really where this case comes in. Um, so, all right, I'll ask you. Okay. Okay, let's see how to go about it. This is a tricky topic, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just say that out right now all right this is like a thorny thing um i'm not trying to be punny <laughs> um, uh, no one's uh, gonna get that it's gonna be messy you're gonna have to keep me on track mike i get um, i was supposed to giggle i did my job um uh, yeah <laughs> um okay the case is like thornburg well, gonna, and giggles or the, something one of the one of the key giggles. cases is called thornburg v Jingles, but it's spelled Jingles. like it's gingles. Yeah, we're over here being anyway. stupid. Um, if, okay, white people have the right to vote. All right. Okay. Finally, they have the right to vote. 1965. What if a state just, let's say the state is 25% black. Okay. All right. 25% of the population of said state is black. And there are eight congressional districts that represent that state in the House of Representatives, right? Every state has some number of congressional districts based on their population. Right. Some states are... Does, does coincidentally, does Alabama have eight? Seven. Oh, fuck. So close. They do have 25, actually a little 27. more than 25%. Sorry. Yeah, 25% probably voting age. 
I should have let you talk. I'm it's fine. Um, so you already know what I'm getting at, but well, I want to play the so, game. So, so, so I play the game. Okay, so you have the state. Yep, and they have what? What if they had zero? Um, congressional districts where um, the blacks, the minority population in this case, had a good chance of electing the representative that they wanted. I, you know, so there. The, in other words, you know, if there's 25 percent of the people in a state, yeah, you have a you, quarter of them. You, you have eight you, districts. You, you have eight districts. You might think that it, you would have one or two districts that that went the way of the minority population in order for their vote to really like count if or or let me ask it to you this way Ooh, all right different phrasing here yeah i mean this is messy i have my answer and i'm not and i'm not we're very heavy-handed either way i'll say that now right. on the outcome of this whole right. thing right, right, right. what if they purposely that changes the dynamic a lot. My, that changes my yeah. answer a lot. The purposely part changes the dynamic a yeah, lot. What I was going to ask so right. the audience can hear, what if they purposely dispersed the population, like cracked up the population a bunch yeah. to where maybe they had this pretty stronghold. big number let's call of, a stronghold. let's call it they have a stronghold in the state around yeah. some city or mm-hmm. two. And that would naturally be a district for them if they if they drew the congressional lines around that it's city, like, they would have they would have, they would dominate that district. Right. But what if they decided to cut it up, cracking and packing is right. the two things that that go on, to where they had no strong, right. pop, no no their their vote would be diluted in a bunch of different congressional districts instead of giving them one congressional district to themselves or what have you. Like that would be unfair, right? You basically would be, be saying totally Yeah. Yeah. So like if you picture it, there's a couple ways to look at it. The way you described it, and if it's on purpose, that's horrible. But if you if you picture it like a jar of like rainbow sprinkles, right? And how are you gonna cut that up to be to be racist? Like you can't. Like no matter which way you cut that, you're gonna get a mix of fucking rainbow sprinkles at the end. Now if you're saying there are these strongholds, I would think that you would almost have to consider race. I know the whole thing is like, well, you're not supposed to consider race at all. Well, that's impossible. That's it's kind of impossible to just like, you know, just ignore that that's a thing because even if you're looking to not be racist, you're being racist, but just in like a good way. Or if you're trying to be racist, then you're being racist in a bad way, but you're still taking race into account. So if you have a stronghold or two strongholds and then you go slice that bitch into eight pieces to where and merge it with another uh, district, you know, like that's the center of your district map and you cut it all up. Like that's pretty fucked. Like I would think you would intentionally make that a district. Like it just seems like you would, I don't know how, unless there's some like a river cuts through it and you're trying to do it on geography or like, if you had some type of reasoning for doing that, or like, that's a big hub and you split it up like a fucking wedge. I don't like, I don't know. There could be some arguments for doing that, but I don't think there are likely ever arguments to where you could do you would just make it a fucking district like it makes sense yeah so i would think so let's say this mm-hmm. Legis- state legislatures draw the lines every 10 years after every census they redraw the lines because either they pick up congressional districts because they have more population or they lose congressional districts because they lost population 
or they have the same number of of congressional districts, but the in the population inside their state migrated around, and so they need to redraw the lines every ten years, typically every state per a new census. Why would they have to redraw the lines if population didn't change and people just moved? Why does it matter? Well, you've got to have the same number of people in every congressional district, roughly speaking. Roughly. Roughly. But you're saying if they all moved around? if everyone moved to Miami. Oh, you're saying they moved around to a different district. Yeah. They moved around within the state. I thought you meant they moved around within the district. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, no. Like like, like most people, you know, this happens over time, right, with urbanization. So people kind of going toward Miami. Yeah, like if everyone's in Miami, you got to cut Miami in half. Yeah, you've got to, over time... Right. You know, the district we're in is going to get larger geographically because there's less people in it. And yep. it's going to have to get the same number of people that are in one little corner neighborhood of Miami. You're going to have to have that'll be a small little district geographically. The one we're in will be humongous, will be humongous, right. you know. So the Supreme Court has basically said you can do political gerrymandering where you're the Republican Party, you control the state. You have the power to draw those lines to the way that benefits your party, but not. They've said that, but not. Okay. not with race in mind. Not with race in that mind. That is not a political thing. That is just racist. Right. You can uh, cut it down, Democrats and Republicans, because that's not but, racist. But, yes, but cutting it blacks and whites. Right. Is. They've basically said. I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Is what they've said. Like it's a state level power. Yeah. To draw your lines as long as the same number of people roughly part of the game. are in there. Sounds like it's part of the game. Sounds like it's part and, of the game. And if you really look at it, all the all the gerrymandering naysayers, I mean it is wrong. I mean you can take you can take a state that's fifty percent Republican, fifty percent Democrat, and draw it in such a way as to create a huge advantage for one side or the other, and that's sucky. I mean it's not fair, it's not ideal. Um it's part of the game. But but it's kind of part of the game. There's really no I mean, there's no really no right way you could say to do it. Um, so, anyway, you can do that. Okay, but let's go back to the Voting Rights Act. Section two is what this is all about. Section two, though, is according to Clarence Thomas, which we'll get to. I mean, <laughs> it, really, if you look at section two, it basically just do you happen to have that up? Don't section worry about two? it. I yeah, don't want to have you know, section two. Up. So it just says like. You know, a state government cannot abridge the right to vote, basically. Basically saying you have, everyone has to have access to the ballot. Like, you can't take away, basically saying, you know, minorities, black people mainly, is who the Voting Rights Act was trying to help. You got to be able to vote. You can't you can't make it harder for them to vote than other people to vote and so on and which, so forth. Which you, you're probably getting at is this doesn't do that. This this map doesn't make it harder for you to vote. It just makes your vote not but, count. <laughs> That that's ex- right, but isn't that that's you could argue that the spirit of it would include that because certain terms in the section yeah. two might say procedures and so forth, and you might. I don't think it's right, so I'm not defending. No, I know you don't Just- think it's right. <laughs> um, so I think Congress at some point issued some guidelines as to how to interpret section two, but it's and not, they, still and they, not a But it's still not stat- You know, from a statutory standpoint, textually, it's not in there talking about drawing congressional district lines. This so is, so what Alabama did, they have seven congressional districts. Only one of them is an African-American, say, district. Mm-hmm. If you take seven and you, div- and you divide it by 25% or something, it's like 1.89. It's really close to two. 
25 percent oh, of seven oh, oh, oh. 25 like, or six math are you i think doing? like 27 percent of right, right. seven <laughs> is close to two i so when i was looking at it i was thinking a bit back like a different way and like all the numbers i'm like what is this shit he's doing i was like one out of seven is only like 14 percent. so two out of seven is like 28 percent, which is really close to 27 right right so, so i'm thinking so, I'm, i did it back like an opposite way so so yeah two out of seven is what you need to get your 27 percent. right but what Alabama said was, well, we made a a race neutral like computer algorithm made our district made our map. That's just what they I think they claimed that they had done. Uh, they used race neutral criteria, and it just spit out this one. Yeah, because right, like you could have twenty five percent of the whole state's population and have only 5 or 10% of any given congressional district. Like if you just drew a, a Well that's that's what I meant about the fucking rainbow sprinkles. Like they could just right. be everywhere, right? right? And then and then their vote is suppressed in all the districts. Right. So to to I, maybe I, to maybe help the audience, rainbow sprinkles, you may have 25% of them are green color. Right. But that doesn't mean that that they're more than 25% of any single district that you carve out. Right. Which means they're in a minority of every district. Right. Okay, and you could do that based on race-neutral criteria. If you weren't accounting for race, like you, you might not. They might not in Alabama get any uh, districts, right? But so, but go ahead. Did you? Uh, well, I was going to phrase this in a way that uh, is probably pretty controversial and not popular. If you only make up a less than majority say, or, or a less than majority of the population, why do you get? Like, why should you expect? Okay, a majority say. Right. So Clarence Thomas made this point. He's like, there's minorities all over the place. He's like, Republicans in Maine. Okay. Environmentalists in Mississippi. Sure. Um, they're, 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 they're not racial minorities, they're, but they're yeah, minorities just in a sense. Just opinion, they, they might right. be 20, 20% of Flor- Floridians might want state income tax to go up. They might or want us to have a state income tax. Doesn't not mean, that it. doesn't mean that they get 20% of all the congressional districts. Right, like move somewhere else. Right. Like band together. Like fucking so, the rule applies but to But the problem everyone. is, the problem is, is that historically speaking, I mean, they have purposely done this in Alabama. And so there's this test that's established in the Gingles case. Jingles, actually. I, don't know, I said it the way it's spelled, but it's pronounced Jingles. Just call them Giggles. Anyway. The Jingles case, if you want to look it up, it's G-I-N-G-L-E-S case. It's like Thornburg or Thorner versus Jingles. But they they have developed some criteria basically saying like if in your state, like all of the minor, whatever the minority group is, in this case we're talking about black people in Alabama, if they all vote like together as a block and all the whites vote together as a block and almost always the the whites vote against the black candidate and the blacks vote for the white candidate, then, like, you've kind of, I guess, it's like you got to make, you got to look at the totality of the situation, and you are supposed to basically create those districts for them so that they do have a say and they're not just having diluted votes because historically they it's have diluted been diluted regardless. Like, even if you have a state that goes, so you, so you give them the two out of the seven districts, right? So if the seven districts go, I'm sorry. The five districts go one way, and the two districts go the other way. The well, two but, districts never get a fucking say. They still well, outnumbered five but, to two. Well, but they still have a say in the U.S. Congress. Oh, right. Fuck they yeah, still have 27 yeah, okay. percent of the voice right. of the state. Right. 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 right so, right. 
you know. I get you. I get you. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. You get represented. It's like, yeah. It, it, so. I get it. Because I, I don't think. If it's diluted, you don't ever get a representative. So we're clear. I don't think in the state of Alabama there is an equal distribution of blacks across the whole state Probably in every not. county. Probably not. There are clusters. Yeah. And so if you, you know, they wouldn't ask Alabama to make some district that stretches from the north part of the state all the way to the south part of the state in some skinny snake line Just to collect, to collect them, them all. all. They're not. They're not saying to do that. <laughs> that that would not be. That sounds racist. Okay. Right. Well, Clarence Thomas argues that this is racist. Right. That it's basically yeah. you're you're taking you're basically being racist against the whites, and you're taking into account race on this. And he would and he, Clarence Thomas believes that Section Two does not have anything to do textually with this whole thing, and it's all bullshit, in his view. Okay. What happened was though, folks, two of the conservative justices, Kavanaugh and Chief Justice John Roberts, joined the three liberals. That's two. Plus three equals five out of nine. So they left the four other conservatives out. The two joined with the three liberals. That's five out of nine. They voted against Alabama. But so did the appellate court. Like the appeals court, the district court of appeals with two Trump appointees on it also ruled against Alabama. Right. So, I mean, if you look at the case law of of the jingles criteria, Alabama just happens to be. This doesn't mean that every state in the nation is going to have to change their shit. Some do, because, though, right? Is it, well, isn't this? Isn't I there, mean, I was reading. There's like ten, ten or so states have had some shit held up. I don't know if it's in the Supreme Court or in their own Supreme Courts or whatever over these types of redistricting things. And and I think because of this, it was calling into question shit in like Louisiana and Georgia, maybe, and and uh, South Carolina might have been another one. Of like, Mine, are, are they going to have to go fucking redo their shit now? Robert said in his opinion that, that like, because Alabama tried to argue in the case that, well, now y'all are saying that we basically have to have some, you know, number we, of we have to have black some, districts. some number of black districts. And he's like, no, if you look at the case law of this issue, very rarely have we ruled in, in against the state. But in this, this given time, situation, pretty, pretty with brutal. the historical, you know, oppression of this state that set up these lines to begin with, kind of, and and all of this, like it is necessary to take race into account, um, because you could have easily, like, I guess, done so, and so since you since you could have and still not had to make the map look stupid or crazy or mess up different regions and towns and so forth. And you could have done so, I guess, like, you, you, you should have. It's really hard to follow, though, exactly, which is the arguments against it. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, it's very... It seems like it's one of those things where, like, today the Supreme Court was like, ah, we should probably we should probably make this one a, a thing. But, like... It, it did seem like... <coughs> I did me. I did see some arguments that, that, that Roberts and maybe Kavanaugh we're trying to be pragmatic in not yet again overturning something. Yeah, that, like this that, is that this is one we'll give them a win the on. The further weakens like the trust some people have in the court right now after Roe and all of that. Yeah, they would never admit that or say that. I don't know if that's true, um, but yeah. it's like so. So we're we're kind of on to the fact that that this is what's considered a conservative Supreme Court, right? So you've oh, for had, sure. You've had now two, we just talked about two conservative justices switch over with mm-hmm. the with the 
the liberal side and have ruled with the left. Now, I don't know. They, they overturned Roe. They were being called MAGA extremists and all this. And now they're, now they're siding with the left. And, and I'm kind of wondering if there's any like bumblings or anything about anyone from the left saying like the Supreme court got it right this time. Good job guys. Like good for you. Like, are, are we just, are we just like, ah, whatever they did their I, job. I think it's like getting lost in the Trump news right now. Yeah. I'm not really seeing a whole lot of like Supreme court posts from the snarky type of pages that I sometimes see. Yeah. You know, they're just going out, they're just joking and laughing and enjoying this Trump situation right now. And, um, you know, I, does, does I just it, haven't seen much personally. But do, do you think like maybe they don't want to give conservatives a win on it? So they're like, let's focus on burying Trump and like let's not talk about. Uh, I mean, the fact the Supreme Court helped us out this time. Like it's to me, it seems like a big deal. You have a six-three. Uh, they're calling it a stacked Republican stacked court and six-three, yeah. and they they go liberal. I mean, they, and I'm like, well, everyone should be like, well, this is fucking crazy. Whoa, what's happening? And they're just like. It is a thing that happened. Again, this is something that's relatively minor that affects very, very few people in the country. It's, Whoa. It's, it's, Whoa. It's Alabama. I don't wow. mean all blacks in the country. I mean Jeez, Alabama as a state. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, they. it's like they get two congressional districts or they get one in one state. Because if you have uh, most states, like your minority populations don't all vote as a block together. Right. And therefore... The Gingles test, uh, Jingles test. <laughs> no, you had it. Oh, it's no, you had it. G- yeah. Jingles, it. That goes out Jingles. of the water because the whole part about that test is like they're, they're trying to they're trying to square the peg, I guess. The, the Jingles test is all about trying to figure out like, okay, it's obviously unfair and wrong if you crack or pack and or pack your black yeah. population or your minority population to dilute their vote to where now they don't have a voice in areas where they would have should have more organically had a voice yeah. so they're trying to come up with some criteria the layer on top of it to say if this criteria is met and so basically Kavanaugh is saying um, I read his opinion earlier you know the the jingles test is still a good test and in his view, Alabama's map has violated the Jingles test, has not met the criteria, and so they need to have two, and which is also in accordance with the appellate level, the district court. So I tend to feel like, well, shit. I I guess they're. It seems like that's at least they're at least not crazy, in having. Was that the Supreme Court? The, the the majority on this case yeah, in the Supreme yeah. Court and the District Court with two Trump appointees. Yeah, they can't be nuts. So that's what thinking I feel that like. Alabama this is like all, it seems like one of those where it's not simple. Yeah. It doesn't fit our like what we would like to say is just a race neutral, simple. Let the computer algorithm do it. Yeah. That's what we would like. Yeah, it seems like this is probably arriving at a more just. Uh, Isn't that refreshing, I guess, is what I'm getting at? Like, it seems like such a refreshing thing for the left, and it seems like it's not being presented as a... Yeah, of course they're not going to take this. This is relatively obscure things that most people don't follow and know about, so they're not going to run and jump. And then, obviously... They're not going to sit there and go, oh, good job. I was wrong. (laughs) So There really are good guys that overturn Roe. I got to do it to redeem myself since I quote slammed some some republicans last time so i got some here for for the left so i want to go ahead yeah you i want to say something point. real quick before i yeah. forget just because yeah, yeah. 
at the very outset of the this episode, we were talking about like if they do it on purpose, blah 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 blah, right? Oh, if, we, oh, the if dish, they do it on purpose, if they yeah. do it on purpose, that would be fucked up. Yeah, they don't do it on purpose. Yeah, but the Jingles test is not is not intent based; it's effect based anyway. Like it doesn't matter what your intent was, whether you did it. Like they're not telling Alabama you did this on purpose. Mm-hmm. They're saying the effect of it is not in accordance with yeah. the criteria that have been established in, in the in the case law. They're like, we don't care what issue. your intent is as long as the yeah. outcome is this. The outcome should could have easily been you could have made a, a one without stretching districts weird and all of this where you could have accounted for race, so you should have, even though, again, still, Clarence and them have good points to make. But go ahead with your thing. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'll read, since you mentioned Clarence real quick, I'll read something that he said that to kind of to kind of summarize his point here. He says um, that this decision by the Supreme Court does not remedy or deter unconstitutional discrimination in districting in any way, shape, or form. On the contrary, it requires it hijacking the districting process to pursue a goal that has no legitimate claim under our constitutional system, the proportional allocation of political power on the basis of race. So he's basically saying what what you mentioned is that you are making this a race thing and the constitution does not say to consider race. It just says that people can vote. And he's like, why the fuck are we districting based on race? Like you're being racist. Yeah. He, he is. Yeah. He, he said in his opinion, the section two of the voting rights act, 1965 never gave Congress, you know, the authority to tell states that they had to consider race in making their districts. And if it had, it would not be permitted under the constitution. You know, it would not be constitutional. Right. It would. Yeah, exactly. So, so yes, I mean, this is not, you know, and, and I, at the end of the day, I'm more on that side of things. I, I right. probably lean toward the minority in this case. What's well, so eat, but but I'm not going to sit here and say the others are nuts because I mean, you know, well, let me sometimes liberal. I do feel sometimes there are some liberal outcomes of cases where it's a super big stretch that you know they're just trying to get the outcome that they want, and that uh, that annoys yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that this one is like that. Well, this one seemed like if it was it's, it's closer, like. like not saying Alabama actually did the AI thing, but like if, if AI came up with your map, like you win some, you lose some. Like I feel like that's like a pretty no race way to do it. I mean, something's got to be, you know, if you're, if you're trying to keep race out of it per the constitution, not make it a racial thing, have it be legitimately randomized. And then sometimes it's going to work out for you. And sometimes it's not going to work out for you. So like, I don't know. Um, but unless you want to say something about that. You, you, no, I'm no. Good. So I got to I got to get to this quote slamming real quick before we end. Oh Jesus, someone's calling. Um, <laughs> all right, so I mentioned Roe v. Wade earlier. Conservative Supreme Court, they fucked up Roe v. Wade in everyone's opinion, and so now we're like, well, what the fuck? They're gonna go conservative on everything. They're gonna break down this the voting rights thing. Uh-huh. They're gonna strip it down. It's gonna be nothing. They're gonna ruin everything. So. Back when Roe v. Wade was overturned, you have NAACP President Derek Johnson. Um, he stated that Trump, quote, nominated three extremist Supreme Court justices who struck down Roe v. Wade. 
He goes on on another occasion to say our Supreme Court has officially been hijacked. And then more relevant in 2021, he tweeted that the Supreme Court mounted a frontal attack on democracy today. The court sent a clear message that vote suppressors around the country will go unchecked as they disproportionately impact voters of color. So you fast forward to the Supreme Court approves this thing. And all the guy says is uh, the Supreme Court upheld voting rights. Um, It's a victory for black America and a triumph for democracy. But he doesn't go on to say like, ah, they're not extremists now, right? Like all the voting shit, they've redeemed themselves because they're clearly not like that. You know, it's just like a statement of fact, like this is a win for black America, period. And I'm the fuck out of here. It's a perfect example, you know, of one of those things where we always, it's easy for me to get on Fox News and all that about how they're constantly just fucking going off on some shit and making characterizing the other side as evil, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Communist, whatever. Right. But, so many people on the left that consume their media think that the same thing isn't going on with the way that they characterize the other side or right. characterize people on the yeah, court. Yeah. And this is, I mean, this case goes to show as has happened historically that there's trends certainly, and this is a conservative court and I'm happy for it. Um, but you don't ever really know how something might go down. I mean, once they have the oral arguments, you can kind of read the tea leaves. Yeah. So people kind of saw this coming after the oral arguments. But prior to that, no, this wasn't expected to go the way that it went. Right. They're calling it a surprise rule. Like it's like a, it wasn't supposed to happen this and way. And so maybe it was, like I said, maybe it was a pragmatic thing. You yeah, know, sometimes maybe. the political science research kind of shows that the court does sometimes go against respond their to the, the, culture the zeitgeist whatever yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know it, it yeah. sometimes happens um you know i think i think they did that with with some of the trans stuff actually but anyway um similar not as bad though biden on roe v wade stated donald trump and maga republicans which he may as well say racist and semi-fascists are responsible for killing roe v wade um who said Bi- that biden okay. biden did back for roe v wade and then today or not today uh last week when this one happened, he says, today's decision confirms the basic principle that voting principles practices should not discriminate on account of race. Like, doesn't doesn't say anything redeeming. It's just kind of, I mean, I guess, what am I expecting? But right. And then I think Nancy Pelosi's may have been the worst. So when Roe v. Wade was over, or, yeah, overturned, she called it an extreme MAGA ruling from a Republican-stacked Supreme Court. And then today she goes, this decision protects the rights of black voters, period. That was like, it's like from the office, like it is your birthday period. Like, it's <laughs> just like, no, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just like, it's shocking to me that it's just like, you're extreme, you're racist. It's like all the blame, none of the credit kind of, kind of situation. And it's, I know both sides do it, but since yeah. I shit on the right last time and that hurt me physically, I have to go sleep it off. Yeah. I had to do it this time to the left. Yeah. You expect them to be like us and just call it how it is, but there's just none of that there. It, yeah. There's no yeah, I feel like, nobility. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, holy shit, man. Good job. I wasn't expecting that of you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, an, an opportunity to be bipartisan, to yeah. be yay for America, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know that what was mean? cool. I got you um, next time. Yeah. Something like that. Sorry but, for what I said. <laughs> right. I was a dick. Yeah. I'm usually a dick, but today, today I'll give it to you. None of that. We're all just assholes. No. But you got anything else on this one? No. You're the, you're the politics guy. No, I'm glad you brought this. I'm glad you brought this question up. I was a surprise. He, he texted one. me a few days ago, said he wanted to cover this one. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> Didn't even know much about the case yet, but um, <laughs> fun to learn about. Yeah, usually I'm just like, hey, what's Trump and DeSantis doing today? It was like, let's 
teach me something, Peyton. Yeah. I got to learn. <laughs> I got to learn about the Supreme Court. So anyway, that's all I got. All right. Well, uh, see you guys next time. Thanks for dropping by. That's why you listen to Wing Radicals. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying?